Hey, hey, welcome back to another episode of the Racing with Ryan podcast. I'm your host, Ryan Stevens. Joining me today, of course, is the lovely Margo. How you doing? You don't like it when I say that, do you? I don't like it when you say lovely. It gives people the impression that I'm like... And joining me on the second mic, my lovely wench, Margo. This bitch right here. No, that bitch over there. Um, <laughs> yeah, so I feel like about a month ago we just did a show like this, but uh, we're going to do another hurricane show, I guess, because a little deja vu action. We got one rolling in off the East Coast here uh, about, uh, what, Thursday morning? Yeah, Miss Should... Speedway Video says it's because people decorated for Christmas too early. That's what you guys get. <laughs> She's not like, wrong. Holly has her Christmas tree up. She's had it up since before. I'm sorry. That's Before Halloween. That's just wrong. Well, they bought a new one and Arabella got all excited. So, of course, what AB wants, AB gets. Yeah, well... I mean, hey, whatever floats people's boats, but... <laughs> Y'all are the uh, reason we're having a hurricane. We we do have a big show. Um, you know, we're, we're just going to do things a little bit differently, just kind of keep things going, try to keep this one a little more condensed. Um, I want to start off before we get into it. Um, we are going to cover all the action from the Auburndale Speedway. Had the chance to go over there and announce with Steve. So we'll cover all of that. Uh, the only other track that was really in action this week was Citrus County. So we're going to do a little quick abbreviated around the state with that. And then, of course, we have the NASCAR championship weekend over at Phoenix. We're going to talk about those races, give our thoughts, opinions, and um, have a little discussion on, you know, the the state of the championship race and all of that. So um, we'll go. We'll look at our brackets, which Margo did a good job predicting the final four. I did a good job predicting the champion. So we'll get into all of that. But. I do want to give uh, some love to the sponsors here, um, and then we'll dive right on into the Auburndale stuff here. Um, big thank you to American Auto. That is our, our good buddy, Mr. EJ. Um, they, of course, are located at 1523 South Dixie Freeway in New Smyrna. If you need anything done for your car, of course, there's always uh, fast, dependable service. You can always count on American Auto. Uh, we also thank Ken Copley. Uh, he's our EMOD sponsor, but he didn't get... Uh, he didn't get much love this year, so we'll give him a shout-out. Uh, we thank the Florida Southern Ground Pounders, one of our big sponsors here. And we thank Doug Samian with Do All Lawn and Tree. We also thank our good buddy, Mr. Ron D'Alessandro at 124 Welding and Fab. Of course, um, if you go to his Etsy shop to buy anything, put in the code word RWR Podcast to get 15% off and a free keychain. Uh, we thank Andy Morrison with Never Give Up. Uh, Jeff White Racing, uh, they were in action over at Auburndale in the late model division. We also thank Jay Zebley Race Cars and Schultz Engineered Products. Got yes, it right, right? That's it. And uh, Schultz Fuel Cells, too, of course. That's it. Uh, of <laughs> Those course, that's, guys. <laughs> uh, that's Rob's company. Uh, they produce, what, what, what do they officially do for NASCAR? The dry brake fuel systems. That's it. The little green things on the side of the car where the gas can goes in and the gas cans. Those self got like this cool, like they're, I don't know, I think they're magnetic. They're just, they just that's the noise they make. What, yeah. what is it again? Do it again? <laughs> Perfect. Um, and they're still looking for some help here. So if you're interested in a good job, you can get, uh, you can email Rob at rob at schultzproducts.com. That's a lot of robs and ats all together. So he can tell you to email your resume to Colleen at schultzproducts.com. Well, hey, look, I'm just reading what he gave me, so we're going to go with that, but just do what Rob says and you'll be all set. 
And of course, we thank uh, Bromley Motorsports as well. Big shout out to Speedway Video for coming out to Auburndale for the first time. It was uh, pretty awesome to uh, see Tom branch out over the last month. And pretty cool that uh, Auburndale took Tom's videos and put them all up on their Facebook page. Yeah, so I saw that. Tom said he's gotten quite a few hits from that. Well, that's awesome. Not to take away from Tom, but seriously, guys, Schultz, product, Schultz Engineered Products is hiring, and we need, like, CNC machinists. It's so easy. I can do it. I've been doing it for the last three days. So if you want a job that's not too tough. I mean, the math part of it is hard. Well, if you want But to, if you're a good learner. If you want a decent-paying job at a very good place to work, Get in touch with them. They're still looking for some help. So um, let's go ahead and get into, I don't know why I've got such weird feedback on my headphones tonight. Hopefully it doesn't go over the air like that. But if this podcast sounds weird, well, it's a hurricane cast. So just enjoy it. Um, Be grateful. That's right. Um, I'm tired. It took me two hours to get home today. Look, I'm, I'm worn out. This goddamn rat that we can't get out of our party? house is driving me insane. I told you um, just put him out with the trash. The weather life in general um yeah um big, oh another big shout out to george spears for coming all the way down here uh he gave us some he checked out the perimeter of the house and we you know we we found luckily i was able to find the area where the son of a bitch is getting in and george checked the rest of the house even got up on the roof make sure there was no other areas and uh, gave us some traps and um we're gonna get this son of a bitch but a big thank you to george for coming out uh he didn't have to do that um he might try to help us so we appreciate that um, if you need wildlife, you know what he showed up to the house with, babe? Hmm. A racking. And he didn't leave it? No, I wouldn't let him. And he had a possum too, which was <gasps> disgusting. <gasps> Possums are so no, cute. No, they're disgusting. Yes, they're so cute and no. they play dead, something your oh. dog can't do. Well, Only, he's... well, Cammy can. Oh, man. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Frank just called me. I forgot to tell him that I got home after seeking shelter there for an hour. Well... Thank you to Frank and Holly for sheltering my girlfriend on the wet, wild drive home. Um, but no, thank you to George for coming out. And um, if anyone wants to, like, come over here one night and help me, like, wrangle this mother effer out of the roof, I'd I'd be down. I'll buy beer. Y'all um, can't get in the roof. We have a drop ceiling. We'll take all the It's going to drop. <laughs> yeah. I, f- I feel like, like Dawson. If, if, if I had one person hang out in my closet and then one person hang out in Dawson's room and wait for him to show up, we'll get him. If one person hung out in your closet, that wasn't you. That'd be real weird because I sleep in there, not in the closet. Not I, in the closet. That, I came out of there a long time ago. You, you and Peyton go to mom's. The boys will tear down the house. Before, as, before as long this thing, as I don't have to clean anything up. Before this thing chews another one of my doors, I'm going to lose my mind. Anyhow. Anywho. Let's get into the Squirrel. show, Sowie. Sowie? Guys, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm really tired. Um, so, you know, it's funny. Um, I saw on my Facebook memories three years ago, I announced uh, for the first time over to Auburndale. And um, that was a uh, it was kind of a surprise deal. Uh, Ricky Brooks was, was teching over there. They had a, a big 100-lapper. And it was a two-day show, and Ricky texted me on Saturday. We were actually at uh, David LeBeau's birthday party uh, three years ago. Oh, okay. And uh, Ricky was texting me. He's like, hey, are you available tomorrow afternoon? And I was like, I can be. 
He's like, I might need you to do an ounce tomorrow. And I'm like, just let me know. And he texts me back, and we're at the party. And uh, he texts me back. He's like, yeah, I'm going to need you if you can if you can get over here. I said, yeah, I, I probably won't be able to be over there till noon because that's when we were dropping Dawson off on Saturdays. Yeah. Um, and so we hustled on out there, dropped Dawson off. I got to the racetrack like 30 minutes before qualifying. I had never worked there before. Had to figure out the PA. Um, Dave Westerman was the announcer at the time. Um, but this was... Unfortunately, in, in in hindsight, it's kind of crazy, but um, it was right before he passed away. So I don't I don't know what he was going through. I didn't know him all that well, um, but they they needed somebody else up there for for that Saturday, or for the the Sunday show. It was I'm sorry, it was a Saturday night, Sunday morning show. So we we dropped Dawson off on Sunday, not Saturday. Um, but I went over there and um, announced the show, and that's how I got my in over there at Auburndale, and. Um, Obviously, after uh, Dave passed, Rick Bristol filled in. But uh, I I would fill in for him a couple times when he didn't want to do it. And then last year when they didn't have a full-time announcer, I filled in a bunch. Jake Wilson filled in a bunch. Steve Darling filled in a bunch. Now Steve has the the position over there. But anyway, long story short, Steve invited me out. So we went to Auburndale, which is um, a, a track that I really enjoy going to every now and then. I know it's not your favorite track. You felt like you didn't have anybody to root for. It wasn't a feeling. I didn't have anyone to root for. Why is that? I don't like them. I don't like none of them. Don't I don't like, like the none track, of none of them. What What is it about the track you don't like? What is yes. it? Yes. Is it too small? It's flat. And it's small. And that's all I'll say on this podcast. Everybody else actually knows my thoughts and opinions. All right. So there's nothing that you took away from this event that you enjoyed. I really... (laughs) I don't know. I like the stupid-ass cautions that could have been avoided had people realized how to use their brake pedal. Like, I don't know. every caution. George Gorham using Jesse Dutilly as a ramp. Wee. The other guy in three and four deciding he wanted to put his tire in somebody else's window net. There's why we have window nets. Mm-hmm. And then the Dinkle. Freak. <laughs> do, you want, do you have a Richard Cranium moment coming up? No. Oh, okay. No. Not yet? No. The Red Modified that decided he wanted to, like, I don't know. I can't use the words I want to use. The Red Modified who decided he wanted to sit in Dylan Martin's fuel cell. Yeah. For absolutely zero reason at all. I remember when he was pulling in, I was like, I don't really care for that guy. And you're like, oh, I like him. And I'm like, I think he's an ass. Well, there he is. Yeah, I, I do remember that. Um, I have, for the record, I have no problems with him. But uh, he did show it's, his... It's not that I don't, like, I don't... It's, I have nothing against him personally. I just don't think he can drive. Well, he showed his ass, for sure, on yeah. track. Um I thought it was a good event. Um, I'm glad it was features only because it was a long night. Um, let's just go ahead and Their jump. stand-in flag man was boring. I know. I miss Julian. And quite bad at it. Well, I mean, you get what you get with a fill-in, you know. At, at least their flagman didn't quit uh, right before showtime, like uh, at a track with the same name because they were tired of someone's shit over there. So. Well, he can do it all. He can race. He can race direct. He can flag. He can score all of it all at once. Oh, that's, <laughs> no offense to Matt, but uh, that's, what, that's what I'm looking like over there. Anyway. Um, 
didn't say anything about announcing. I've never heard Matt announce. No, I also I will never for, go to that racetrack. I just track. meant for Matt. Oh, okay. You know, getting to know Matt from the the hot mic show. I have nothing against him. Nothing personal, but I just, uh, you know, some, sometimes things happen. Well, sorry, Matt. I'm sure I'll meet you at some point or another, not at showtime, because I won't go there. We started the show over at Auburndale with the Legends cars. There's only four of them. Um, to be honest with you, uh, during much of this race, uh, this was when you went to get food. Uh, Peyton was sleeping for oh, like, yeah. the only time that night. So I ended up uh, holding her for a bit, which she was sleeping, so I announced a little bit. But then uh, uh, Colette came up, and that was the only time I got to talk to her all, all night. So I, I talked to her for a little bit. Um, she told me, or she asked about what was going on at New Smyrna, and I found out from her uh, that she heard the reason New Smyrna can't race is because of the ants. So there's a rumor <laughs> going around that New Smyrna is done for the season because there's too many ants. <laughs> So it that is amazing. Why to my me. legs are so itchy after quarter minutes? It it is so amazing to me the rumors that go around. Versus, y'all, I promise you, it's true. not because of ants. I'm allergic to ants, and I was there for a day. So I'm like, no, you know, she's like, oh, I know it has something to do with underneath. It's like the yes, ants, the right? Ant, I'm like, the, yeah, the ant know, the, colony will the, not give us permission to dig into the, the ground. There's an ant hill over in turn four, so we can't use the track it's right, right next now to the armadillo it, breeding. <laughs> ants are now environmentally protected. So I was like, no, it's not because of ants and uh, uncles, maybe, but not ants. Right, exactly. It's it's because of old Uncle Ass fault. Won't let us race. Um, it's his own. Anyways, I, I just thought that that was interesting. That there, there's a rumor going around that New Smyrna's not racing because of ants. So, just figured I'd get that out there. And um, there's a ton of rumors. So it's, that that one just struck a, a chord with me. But it was nice to talk to her. And <laughs> you know the movie Ants and like it's a Bug's Life where they're just the colony. Yeah. Yeah. Jesus. Oh boy. So, anyways, back to this Legends car race. Uh, Cameron White won it in the 1X, and that is basically all I'm going to say on that. They only had four cars. It, it, it happened. Um, <clears throat> and then we then we moved into uh, twin super late 75 race number one. They had 18 cars show up, and 17 started the first race. Nick White showed up and blew up in practice. So, uh, nice. 17 cars. I was expecting over 20. Um but that wasn't the case. Um, this is going to act as race two and three of the Racing with Ryan podcast, Big Race Challenge, and only five drivers competed in the Full Throttle 100 at Citrus. And now these twin races, which I figured there'd be at least 10 to 12, not the case. It is what it is. We're going to have fun with it anyways. Um, race number one got started off pretty wild. Uh, Timothy Watson, who came from Pensacola, um, he sat on the pole after the invert. And he just got driven over by the 49 of Ron Lufquist. Um, Speedway Video got a great shot of it. I don't think Speedway Video missed anything. I, I think the the smaller track helped him out there. But um, he got a great shot of Ron going basically in. We had a lot of people going in people's windows, and it tore up Timothy Watson. Um, then there was another incident on the back straightaway that also involved Timothy Watson, and he found the outside wall and ended his night. Um what what else can you really say about the first race other than George Gorham Jr. dominated? That, that's that's all I remember from it. No, it wasn't the first race where um, I thought it was Cody Stickler in the green car. I thought it was. Yeah, um, and I, I I literally just texted Dalton. I'm like, man, I'm like not 
I'm not a huge, I don't have nothing against Cody Stickler. He just kind of exists. Um, it's who he associates himself with. I just, so I texted Dalton. I'm like, man, I'm kind of really impressed by Cody Stickler. He's just kind of riding around in the back, driving a pretty clean race and then right into Michael Atwell or vice versa. I think Atwell might've come down nothing intentional until you into the turn one. And then I get like, I hear that it's Jonathan guy and I'm like, makes sense. Yeah. So that, that threw me off. Um, Cody Stickler did drive one of Rex's cars. The, the, the main one. The main one, the red one that Jonathan normally drives. Yeah. And I thought Cody was in the green one because that's what I thought I saw on Sunshine State Racing, um, um. which, you know, that's what I thought I saw and I saw wrong or I read it wrong or misunderstood. Anyways, they um, had two identical cars. Right. One was green, one was red. And then one was like the 421. Oh, that kept, so, that like, kept screwing me up so bad. Like 421, just put the one in front of the 42. It's so much easier to go 142 than 421. Yeah. So I like I was like, oh, cool. Cody Stickler's actually driving a pretty conservative race, you know, saving his stuff for the second one. Turns out he he was just not in the green car. Yeah. It was uh that Which was John back sense. there getting into Michael Atwell. Um makes sense. Sense. Jeff Schofield actually led a good portion of this race, but George Gorham Jr. got around him. And uh, the way the the night started, it looked like today was going to be George Gorham Jr. playground time at his home track. Uh, George Gorham got the win in the first race. Jeff Schofield ended up second in the aforementioned Cody Stickler in the 421. The red, quote-unquote, 42 was third. And this guy always impresses me. Bray Holmes um, with a prolate model, mind you. That car is a prolate model. And he finished fourth. Uh, didn't qualify well, but finished fourth ahead of Jesse Dutilly, who's. Did you you watch qualifying, right? Did you? I was looking at the track at the general direction of the track during qualifying. Was I actually paying attention? Nee. Debatable. Um, did did okay. you hear that car? It sounded significantly different than oh, everybody yeah, else. It was like screeching. Yeah, it was disgusting. Yeah, the car didn't. It sounded a little thick. He, he finished fifth in race one, but he didn't run well in race one. Uh, he survived well enough to get a top five, and the car sounded so different. If you go back and watch the qualifying video, you might be able to hear what I mean on Speedway video. Um, Adam Briggs with a good run in sixth. Ryan Walters, seventh. Ross Francisco, eighth. John Guy, ninth. And Michael Atwell faded to tenth at the end of this thing here in race number one. Turning the page to the next race, the Scrambler race, they had 19 Scramblers show up. And that division, um, if you listen to the Around the State segment, you'll realize that every week we kind of talk about the car count in this class and how it's always up around 16 to 20 cars. Um, everybody's been chasing that 42 of Bray Ganey in the station wagon. That was my pick to win. Uh, George Gorham was in, in this race as well, driving the 59 car. The craziest thing to me, there was a spin and a crash and then – like three of the leaders just shut down all at the same time it pulled to the infield. Uh, TJ Cruz was leading for a while. I don't know what the heck's going on out there. I don't know. I'm just going to make sure it's your dog being stupid and flipping his water bowl. Yeah. You carry on. I'll, I'll, yeah, I'll carry on with this. Um, if if there is something that needs to be kicked, kick it. Um, so for, for a while... Um, we had TJ Cruz, Dustin Kirkland, and Bubba Healy all running towards the front ahead of Ray Ganey. That caution came out like I was just talking about. And then I, I think Tom got it on video, but like all three of those guys pulled to the infield and were done. Like half the field was out at once. And um, 
that set up a battle between George Gorham Jr. and Bray Ganey for the win, and it would end up being George Gorham Jr. getting his second win of the night. He uh, also told us in late model victory lane, by the way, that he was going to run the Scrambler race, the AMOD race, and both the, the late model races. So he had a chance to win four features, and he's already two for two on the evening here. So George Gorham gets the win ahead of Bray Ganey, so his win streak is over. Kevin Grant in the 7G had a great run in third. Bill Witherington, fourth. Ken Smith was fifth. Jared Sheffield, sixth. Joe Kleitz, that guy's, that's a fun guy there if you've ever talked to him. Um, he finished seventh. Eighth was Johan Sofield. Greg Britt, ninth. And Fred Wilson, your top 10 there. Is everything all right out there? Yeah. Is it Gordy? Oh, okay. I, so he's he's just clamoring for attention out there. All right. So moving on to the next race, which was the Pure Stock race. Um, this show is a mess. <laughs> they had 11 cars. It was actually a good race between Philip Sorrell and Preston Davis. Probably one of the best races of That's the night. That's his name. That's the guy that wanted to trade Peyton for the race car, remember? Yeah, he and he yeah. gave her his he gave right. her the set of flags yes. after the race. Yes. So in the pits uh, before the race, I'm walking around with Peyton, and it, it was way too damn hot for a damn November race. Just like it's too damn hot and too damn not like November to be having a hurricane. But we're walking around, and, and Philip Sorrell's like, "Hey, I'll uh, I'll trade you the race car for the baby." And I'm like, "I said okay." Yeah, I know you did, but I'm like, "You'll want to return her after one night." And he goes, "Yeah," but then I said. I'll give you the baby um, for for the night if I can race, and he wasn't exactly going for that. And it's probably a good thing because Philip and Preston Davis had a really good battle for the lead. I think this was the best like pure race for all thirty laps. Um, I, w- I would definitely suggest go back and watch this one. Um, there was only eleven cars, but it was still a really really good race. And shout out to Ronnie Abney. I was talking to Steve um, beforehand because we didn't see Ronnie, and he's like, "Yeah, Ronnie wrecked his car last week." Said he's not going to come back for pure stocks this year. And Ronnie showed up last minute. Car was all beat to hell. But he finished third. And uh, he's really impressed me. Because when I first started working out there and kind of paying attention to these guys, he was always in the back. He kind of reminded me of, and I mean no offense by this, but he reminded me of Mike Dom. Because he has like, he races in three or four different divisions and he used to run in the back. But now he's competitive and it was good to see. And I was like a good comeback story. So Ronnie finished third. Uh, behind Preston Davis and Philip Sorrell. Uh, Preston Davis retired, quote-unquote, for racing, so I asked him, hey, what what you got back? What got you back into this? And he's like, my dad, he's just got the bug, and we can't stay away. All right. Uh, <laughs> I mean, that's usually how it goes, right? Uh, Bobby Kelly Jr. was fourth, Bobby Diesler fifth, then it was Johnny Sorrell, Brian Harbin, Dave Canfield, Ronnie Roop, and Craig Cuzone. Uh, Jamie Dunhoe Jr. was DQ'd, pit crew in the pits. So the Dunhoes did not have a good day. You can't have a pit crew in the pits? I think it was actions of the pit crew in the pits. There's only so much room on here. so. But that'd be funny if his pit crew got uh, DQ'd for being in the pits. That'd just be a funny reason to DQ Sorry, people. Jack, I'm not allowed in the pits anymore. Um, going over to the A-Mods, George Gorham again had a chance to win his third race here and didn't quite have the best car in this one. Uh, this race had the moment, and I'm sure Tom got it on Speedway Video, um, where she mentioned the gentleman who drove up into somebody's window. Uh, Jamie Donahoe Sr. was DQ'd in this race for unsportsmanlike conduct. So that was the moment that you were referring <laughs> they to. They said, correct? you done, ho. Oh, yeah. 
they had quite a few black flags on track. We'll get to the, you know the next one here in a minute. bothers me now that you say what? something about all the on-track black flags? And there were quite a few on-track kerfluffles. Yeah. Their crowd is boring. Man, how how hyped did they get when I tried to get them hype after intermission? It was like crickets. Boring. It's funny because you have that on video with Peyton's waving the flag. And I'm like, hey, Auburn Dale, how we doing? And people are like, woo. Like, it's worse than when Rusty tries to run I the have crowd. seen funerals with louder crowds. Yeah. It was a decent Mostly because they like, were happy. They were... Never mind. As far as, like, people it, showed up. Yeah, people showed up, too. They're, they didn't cheer. But, like, poor Philip Sorrell, like, he was told to give the flags to some random kid, and he walks up all excited as shit to do it. And everybody just sat there. And he's just like, hello. So Holly waved Peyton in the air. Yeah. That'll get some attention. Um... But back to the Amod race, um, things did get kind of crazy. Dylan Martin had a car drive. It was it was Dunahoe drove up into the side of him. Then Dunahoe turned around and went back at him and got DQ'd and um, play stupid games, win stupid prizes. George Gorham was driving, I believe, the white number one car, and he did not have the car to win this race. Uh, but he was able to battle back for second. So after his third race of the day, he had a first, a first, and a second. So his average was pretty darn good. Uh, Roger Blevins and the other one car got the win in this one. Another top three for Ronnie Abney. Uh, Dylan Martin fourth, which Dylan Martin's story is pretty incredible if you don't know it. I, I really want to try to get him on the podcast. So oh, really? Would yeah. you, I can I can make that happen. Yeah, I think we need to make that happen. Um, I think his story is pretty incredible. And uh, yeah, you we'll talk to him. didn't know him when that all happened. I knew of him. Yeah. But I didn't know him. Yeah. Um, it's an incredible story. It's I, I look back on my memories because he used to race the trucks and he ran yeah. East Marna in Orlando. He is one of Mama Kim's boys. Like we've I've known the Martins for years. I look back at my Facebook memories and it was right around this time of year. I hate it. I hate yeah. it. Because I just remember like well, for we need to see if we can get him on. Well, it's yeah, extremely emotional. I, I'd but. like to try to get him, but uh, for those that don't know, he was he's, he's been racing for a long time. Um, he's Brandon's brother, right? Yes. And Brandon, who does a lot of the TV stuff, yeah. and races pro trucks occasionally. Um, great family. Um, but Dylan had a bad car accident. Probably thought he'd never race again. He was on a motorcycle. Motorcycle, yeah, vehicle accident. Um, don't tell me I'm right. I know. <laughs> no, I'm. No, I just meant. Yeah, I'm glad you clarified. Was, yeah, he was um, on a motorcycle. And, and basically thought he he almost died. Yeah. Then thought, you know, I'll never be able to race again. And he came back. It was one of the first charity races I attended in December because there's nothing really else going on in December. So I went out to one and uh, I followed him on Twitter and Facebook or whatever and saw that he was racing. So I went up and chatted uh, with him for a little bit and just told him I thought it was incredible that he's back doing this. So um, I like to try to get him on and, and actually have him tell the full story and hear it from him. Um, but no, he finished fourth, had a good run. He's running the A mods now, and it's good to see, like I said, just good to see him back out there. Um, mini stock guy, Tom Zimmerman, finished fifth in the X. Then our very own Hank Baker in the two. They run New Smyrna the last couple of years. Uh, he finished sixth. Jamie Donahoe Jr., seventh. Um, Donahoe Jr. probably should have won this race if it wasn't for getting spun out with about five laps to go. Uh, he had a good run in that beautiful 41 car, and then Cody Lane uh, did not finish. Um, going over to Twin 75 race number two. This race had a lot going on. Um, let's see. There were 18 cars there. Four didn't start. 14 cars started the race. And they had a pretty big invert in this one. 
Um, I, I think the wildest moment in race two was on a restart. Uh, George Gorham dives off into turn number one, and I think, Margo, you mentioned it earlier, but he used Jesse Dutelli's car as a ramp and literally peeled the back quarter panel of that car um, off, and then Dutelli was pissed off. Gorham, then if you get pissed off at Gorham, you're going to get Gorham hot. I remember those two riding around under caution for like two or three laps, kind of jawing at each other uh, before they both pulled to the pits. So that was definitely the the biggest incident of the race. And what's your take on the actions that happened to bring out the black flag and disqualifications in this race. Did you see what happened between Adam Briggs and Robert Jonas with about 25 to go? I saw one doofus spin out the other doofus and the other doofus went after the other doofus. And then they both decided to be doofuses and ignore the, Hey, quit being a big fat doofus flag. And then they carried on their doofus tendencies in the pits. And well, doofuses do as doofuses do. So did, did Adam, (laughs) did, did Robert Jonas get into Adam Briggs and then Adam Briggs spin him out? Is that what happened? I guess. I I I didn't see the original spin. So I didn't know if you saw it or not. Cause Jonas spun off too. And then under yellow, Adam Briggs hit him in turn four. And it just seemed odd. Did you see anything between the two of them racing each other? I think they were just racing each other hard. But, you know, did you know how Adam is? He's got kind of a short little fuse there. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Short little fuse there. I love him. I mean, I don't have anything against him. Yeah, it's nothing personal. He's got a temper, and I don't know who this Robert Jonas character is or who he thought he was messing with, but he's probably lucky it wasn't George Warham. Well, if I'm Robert Jonas... I get spun out in two, and then Adam runs into me in turn four. Yeah, I'm going to be pretty pissed. So then going down into turn number one, um, Robert Jonas just turned down into Adam Briggs and hooked him in the rear, and then both cars got DQ'd. And Tom did get all of this on camera. And then um, after the black flags and Adam Briggs finally getting off the racetrack, they did – they fought in the pits. And I guess Auburndale – is having the same issues that probably a lot of tracks are having. They're short-staffed. So to go deal with that, they had to red flag the race. That's why the race got red flagged, because they didn't have anybody back there to deal with it, and they had to go break up the fight, which I heard that it was just a lot of shouting and insults. and Yeah, nobody actually throws punches. They just talk shit. Right, just a lot of shit talking, big group of people. But they had to stop the race and go deal with that. So uh, that was pretty stupid. Um, But entertaining uh and i'm sure the the people that were left enjoyed it because let's be real a lot of people go to the races to see that kind of shenanigans um when this race finally got going again race number two is all cody stickler in the 421 um he held off a hard charge from jeff Schofield, and i know jeff said he's getting too old and too fat to do this stuff but um he drove a hell of a race finished second in both and i love that he just he knew he wasn't going to win the race and you can't pull a Ross Chastain at Auburndale. So he just drove it like hell into turn three, tried to make a stick. It didn't, but he was driving for the win every lap. I have a lot of, you know, me, me and Jeff haven't always seen eye to eye, but I have a lot of respect for him. And I uh, thought he drove a good race, but couldn't catch Cody Stickler who I'm telling he's, he's like the best ringer out there right now. You put him in the mod mini that, you know, and they can go out and win. You put him in the modified, he can go out and win. You put him in John guy's late model. We can go out and win. Something John Guy can't do in his own. I, I mean, you're not, you're not wrong, but but John John did well in race two. He finished third, so Rex was a happy <laughs> camper. Good job, you survived. Yeah, pretty much. Um, the finishing results in race number two, which definitely 
got pretty wild. Uh, Cody Stickler first, Jeff Schofield second, John Guy third, George Gorham Jr. fourth, Michael Atwell rounding out your top five. Then it was Ross Francisco, Bray Holmes, Ryan Dorr, Richard Elkins <laughs> with the top uh, ten, and uh, Jeff White, or Jeffrey White. It says Jeff, so I'm reading the teleprompter here, but uh, Jeff White rounding uh, out the top ten. Special sh- shout-out to Chase Lovelady. Why? I don't know. Peyton likes them. Peyton liked that car. I think he blew up again, though. She likes cars that have yellow numbers. That is definitely... Or I think it just stands out to her. So, um, just like I said, this this ended up being race two and three of the Race with Ryan Challenge series. And after this race, George Gorham, who I think you called it, you're like, it's going to be the George Gorham Cup, and it pretty much is... He has 136 points in second is Michael Atwell with 122. So that's a 14-point lead going into the finale, which will be the Bigley Memorial. I might drop a race to close things up. We'll see. Um, Why? I don't know. Don't give pity. Fine, no pity. If they wanted to win your stupid non... What is it? Uh, Big race challenge. uh, Yeah, whatever. Your pointless challenge. uh Then race. Sounds a lot like an Aaron Rodgers fan to me. Uh, Jesse Dutilly is third in points, but he's uh, 14 plus four is 18 points back. Um, <laughs> the math wasn't math. Fourth, dude, I, I can't math, bro. Uh, Jeff Schofield's fourth in points, and Cody Sickler is now sixth in points. Only five drivers have run all the races. So, hey, it is what it is. Maybe we'll do something like this um, for a little bit longer period of time next year and make it a you know, best of six race series and have some drops and stuff. But anyways... Probably not. We'll see. <laughs> we'll see how ambitious I get. Why do you have on my shirt? Because uh, I need to put on a different shirt because that one was still wet from cooking in the rain today. But that is mine. Well, it's I mine I was going to wear that to work tomorrow. Beat you to it. Um, <laughs> this is what happens when your closet's full of racing shirts. Yeah. Just, are, we ready? are we ready for a, um, um, a commercial? Uh, we Speaking got of shirts. One more one more uh, class here. Who? Crown Vicks. Dumb. No, it was a good race. Um, go ahead. I'll be honest with you. I go back and watch this one on Speedway Video. Um, I don't remember too much about it, to be honest with you. But Jason Stifle. There was one moment. One guy got really high and one and two. That was it. Did he drive I'm, by Kenny? I'm not talking about Kenny. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Kenny, uh, give you a shout out. He he wanted to come on the show. Too bad today. <laughs> Today got away from me, and I didn't have a chance to do any interviews, so I apologize. Um, Kenny got his first trip to Auburndale. We'll talk to him about it another time. Well, he'll um, get to do a whole show with you next weekend when you guys go to that dirty potato field place. Volusia. You had to think about what you're talking about. <laughs> that one. Um, final race tonight, Crown Vicks. Jason Stifle wins it. Dalton DeGroff. DeGroff. Dalton DeGroff, second. Brian Pitts, third. Shane Bennett, fourth. Austin Taylor, fifth. Chris Rummel was sixth. Then it was Sean Bailey, who was one of the guys involved in the fight at Citrus a couple weeks ago. Uh, Brian Farmiri, Chance Saucerman, and Trey Pitts, the top 10 out of 15. So, Can you say that, Farmer? A farmer. Um, this is a good night. I had a lot of fun. Um, it was fun working with Steve. I think we, even though we've never worked together and we have really different styles, um, it was a lot of fun to work with him, and I, I learned a lot because he's obviously been there the whole year, so I learned a lot about these guys and gals. I feel so bad because Steve doesn't, like, know me the way you and Austin do, so I walked into the tower to go see Ryan, and Steve's like, so, how do we sound? I'm like, 
I'm tuning you guys out. I don't know. I block you guys out. <laughs> and Ryan's just like, I told you she'd say that. Uh huh. Well, I, I really don't. I don't pay attention to the announcers. No offense, Ryan. Your voice is just... That's what it sounds like in my ear because I listen to you the other six days a week. You're not on a microphone. I do listen to you when you announce with Austin because you guys are funny. Um, <laughs> but Steve did get me with one thing he said. He's like, I don't know what they're doing, but they can do it in the back of the field because that's where they're going. Yeah. And oh, yeah. That was, that I was definitely... I almost peed myself. I feel like Steve has... He's got, like, these zingers on the back burner, and he's like, I only use my zingers if it's really called for. And that was a good one. So. I almost peed myself laughing at that. It was hilarious. Definitely uh, definitely enjoyed it. It's good to be back to Auburndale. I like going over there when I can. And uh, it's been a little while. And it was fun to... Uh, it's always fun to work with different people. Um, you learn stuff. Um, as Steve said, he's still learning from others. He said he learned a lot from Austin last year when Austin worked with him. So, uh, And I know he worked with Matt a couple yeah. of weeks ago. So that's pretty cool. Um, pretty fun thing. They, they got the track tune thing going. Steve's got the, the PA blasting sounding pretty good. So Now, does he have to pay the, play that... God awful country station. Yes. Oh, okay. That's like that radio station does like driver interviews and stuff throughout the day and like actually promotes the racetrack. So Oh, okay. Well, sorry for the things I said. Your music is just terrible. Well, it's country music, so yeah. So yeah, that was that was Auburndale. Had a lot of fun. Um oui. definitely hoping to go back for the charity truck race. I'll be back on the twenty sixth. So we'll take a quick break because Margot has a commercial. Who would you like to thank this week? Sweet Southern Apparel, Sadie and April. And what do they do? Make t-shirts, really cool ones. They're making, they just set out their holiday line. It's not just Christmas. They have some fall ones too. Uh, They just sent me a surprise shirt, a mystery shirt. And it's got like the skeleton, what do you call those? Devil horns? Yeah. And it says rocking around the Christmas tree and I'm so excited to wear it. And Sadie's got a couple shirts in the works, uh, custom shirts this weekend for Peyton for the Miami Dolphins game this weekend, and one for Dawson, but she won't tell me what that is. So if you need cool sublimated shirts, custom T-shirts, she does bleach. She also does, she like she bleaches the shirts to make them look all vintagey. Uh, they also do cups like tumblers. Um, I think CJ does some metal work, kind of like what Ron does. But he's beginning at it. So, yeah, just check him out on Facebook. Sweet Southern Apparel. Absolutely. And a big shout-out to Speedway Video for coming out to Auburndale. So um, if we forgot something or you want to go back and see some of the wild moments, go check out Speedway Video. And another big shout-out to George Spears for coming down here trying to help us with our uh, unwanted new pet that we have in the house that shoot a hole through the soffit. So, anyway. Um, and, again, thank you to all of our sponsors. Um, this is kind of like a... It's a hurricane cast, but we got a lot to get to, so we're going to keep rolling. So thank you to all of our sponsors. If you want to come on board, um, it is just $5 an episode to sponsor the show, and uh, we welcome any and all uh, folks that would like to, A, support the podcast or get your name out there. Um, The listenership on this podcast is still incredible. It blows me away, so I appreciate you guys listening. And real quick, uh, we just have a couple more things to do on this show. What did you hear about, and, and I know sprint cars are not your thing. I know Austin doesn't much care for the sprint cars. Did you hear anything from Citrus County this weekend? I heard about the Hialeah reunion that happened at the Citrus County Fairgrounds. That's all you heard about? Yeah. 
That's, I, that's all I heard. Oh, I have me. not heard anything. Of, oh, John Smith won the Dara race. Ah, see, that's what I was. That's what I was priming you up for. Gig also ran. I don't know. I think he finished second. But oh, sorry, it probably wasn't Gig if he finished second. No offense, Gig. It was probably Kevin Terry. Yeah. Um. So there's that. My Florida Southern Ground Pounders went out the week that I said Dara sucks, and they decided <laughs> to go support Dara. Good job, guys. You did it. No, um, they wanted to, to go show out Show them how it's done. There you go. Mm, mm, mm. So now Dara's going back to the dirt because that's where they go. I guess. The th- that's, all, that's literally all I've heard from Citrus. The thing I heard from Citrus was there was a fight again. Oh, yeah, Austin did tell me about that, and uh, Jonathan Appleby was part of it. Yeah, Jonathan Appleby and the Outlaw Street Stocks. Um, I was wondering see. if it was more drama from the... <laughs> yeah, they didn't, the even make it, chick. they didn't even make it to the feature because they don't even have him on the list to DQ them. Uh, but no, I heard Jonathan Appleby got in a fight, and he's had... The last couple weeks were, when we were at Citrus, He's he's had some interesting moments, and this just adds to it, so... Um, there was a fight over there, and they did bring back the the sprint cars. So quickly, before we recap the NASCAR weekend at um, at Phoenix, let me give you some results here. And it's it's kind of all over the place, so bear with me here. Um, let me start with the sprint cars because that was the the main event. Of course, it was the uh, Decatur Memorial, and. From what it says on here, first and second of the sprints had tire samples pulled and will await the results. Third and down are official. So the unofficial results from this 41-lap contest, uh, Davey Hamilton Jr. in the 14 ahead of Daniel Miller, who used to run prolates. Um, Those two were unofficial pending tire samples. Uh, The rest of the finish was Bruce Brantley in third, Duteet fourth, Kaylee Bryson in fifth, Brian Gringus in 10th, Davey Hamilton Sr. in 7th. Um, he used to drive Indy cars. Uh, Steve Heisler, 8th, Larry Brazil Jr., and Stephen Hollinger, the little bone man, rounding out the top 10 in a field of 18. Some big names outside the top 10, including Troy DeCare, Tommy Nichols, uh, Scotty Edema, and LJ Grimm finished dead last. So, again, didn't really see anything. I know the, uh, this event was on Racing America, so... If you do want to go back and watch it, get a more thorough recap, you can do that, and potentially the hot mic will come out this week if we all have power tomorrow as the storm's going to start kicking in. Um, Let's go over the rest of the results here real quick, though. Uh, Ford Outlaws in action for 25 laps, 23 cars started, and our good buddy Jesse Veltman, one of the good guys over there in Citrus County, took the win over Chucky Hearn, Wyatt Lowry third, Clint Hicks fourth, Jonathan Wallace fifth, and Sean Osteen, Eric Sharon with an uncharacteristic seventh. Uh, Keith Saverell, eighth. Thomas Pete, ninth. And Michael Gable. I'm actually very curious now why Eric Sharon finished seventh in this race. I'll have to go do some more research. I expected him to get another win, but Jesse Veltman, congratulations. Um, in the mini stocks, it was Justin Pittman once again in the 13P, winning ahead of Jason Simons. Uh, I saw a comment on it here Um it's like six or seven in a row for Pittman. So, uh, well done. Uh, and they had a field of 10. They seems like that's their magic number for these mini stocks. Uh, a couple other divisions in action. Let me go find those because the posts are kind of all over the place. So there's the mini stocks again. Boot pass. That pure stocks were in action. Only 12 of them. So 11 at Auburndale, 12 at Citrus County. So they kind of split here. 
Bubba Martone, the winner in the 98, he built, he built, he beat the big winner from the 75 lapper, who was Sport Wilson. Lane Wilson was back in the 20. He finished third. Cody Strubel, fourth. Larry Welter, Jr., fifth. And it was Cleve Lewis, David Kingsbury, Aaron Welter, Happy Florian, Jerry Rogers, and Shannon Kennedy rounding out your top, well, 11. Uh, Ford Outlaws, we talked about those. The Street Stocks, that race was won by Tim Alexander in the 63, ahead of Cody Struble, Lauren Lanier, third, Mike Wilson, fourth, and Joey Girard rounding out the top five. And, yeah, that that about covers it. So, again, if you want a more in-depth recap, that that's basically our Around the State segment. Um, I know there was the, the big Memorial race at East Bay, but I know, know nothing about it. We don't really cover dirt too much on here. Um, that is not a slight. That's just a preference. Um, I know Matt was at that event, so he'll talk about it on the hot mic if you want to hear The only about thing that. we cover in dirt is our bodies. Yeah. Dead ones. Or, you know, when we can make it to Volusia, because I do love that racetrack, and it's it's close by, and we know a lot of people that work there. So we enjoy going there when we can. Um, where, where did we go? We went to Bubba's one time, didn't we? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Place was better as asphalt. I agree. Yep. But also any place, never mind. I'm not even going to go off on that tangent. So, again, congratulations to all the winners, and um, hope everything went well over at Citrus County. You can go watch it. So let's um, let's get into the conclusion of the NASCAR season. Can you believe it's over? Is it time for my 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 my, my Richard? You have a Richard Cranny? Mm-hmm. Go ahead, mm-hmm. get it out there. All you Ross Chastain fans that actually thought he could win the cup. Well, <laughs> he finished second in the cup, so didn't win it. Better than Chase. Seconds to first. Like, yeah, boy, don't even, so don't even. Let's talk. About don't know. Uh, no. Let's no. What's your take no. on that accident? No accident. My fucking ass. What happened? No. What? Margo, tell us what happened. We want to hear. He got chastained. Some some idiot told me to cry on TikTok. I'm like, I already did. Thanks. That you that actually got you off the couch because you were sleeping. I was asleep. And, and I, I woke up and I saw Chase Elliott spinning. I'm like, cool, this is where I die. It was literally the only like real bit of action in the race. And, and I went, there oh, was no. more action no. in our living room than I was. Yeah, it was more entertaining watching you uh, try to find something to demolish because you were heated. Took your boy out of the championship. Stupid so Margot thinks that Margot doesn't think Margot saw the damn in-car camera. Margot's take on what How happened. the fuck are you going to hook somebody off the bumper on a restart? <laughs> Listen, you, all day long, all week long, the green flag comes out, they go to the apron. So Chase didn't move his line. Fucking Ross. No, he, if Ross is this God that Robert Howell and everybody else thinks he is, if he's the god of watermelon and race cars, but he is because nobody else. Is if you close know to that, but. if you know that everybody's gonna hook down to the apron and you see the car that's in front of you not moving, go down cleanly. Don't he, he did though? No, you know he did not. He was pushing Chase's bumper the entire time. I'll die on this hill. I don't give a shit what you and every other Ross Chastain watermelon sucker has to say about it. He can't drive without wrecking people. He's a freaking overgrown Ty Gibbs, and I can't wait to watch the two of them wreck each other next season. Oh, you got something to look forward to. Yeah, I also can't wait to cheer for Kyle Busch because he's back in his Chevy. Well, like who you want. Don't you're not going to get sympathy from me though. I don't um, like Ross Chastain. Nobody can change my mind. No matter how delusional y'all people think I am and think I'm just a a freaking Chase Elliott fan, 
let's face it, you guys, the term chastained became a thing for a reason. He's a dirty driving son of a bitch. Well, I'm going to disagree. And not well, that's he's great. My favorite driver, but after watching the replay live, it definitely looked like Chase got chastained. But if you watch the replay, Chase comes down in Ross had position. Ross could have backed spun. off. There was over a hundred laps to go. No, you, you can't back off in that situation because we're at Phoenix, where it doesn't matter. And this is not a, a new car problem. This is a Phoenix problem. You can't pass anybody. You Stupid never have track been able to. Doesn't need to be the championship. So you've got to you've got to take what you can get and. I feel like if it was any other driver, uh, not a championship contender driver, maybe he does back off a bit. But you got to race your competition, and you can't let them. If if Ross lets Chase have an inch there, then Chase pulls away from him, and Ross doesn't have a chance at the championship. How are you going to race your competition if you wreck him? Well, hmm. he put his car. Wrecking is not racing. Rubbing is racing. Ross wrecking got his not- car down a whole lane below Chase, and Chase came down. So you are on crack. No, that's just what I saw. So I crack the chase fans are going to, you've been Ross t- doing him. too much of the nose nachos. Of what? Crack. Well, I'm just going with, with my opinion on the wreck and, and chase came down and wrecked himself and took himself out of a championship. He wasn't going to win it. Uh, let's be real. Joey Logano had the field covered. Are you watching the, you realize this is an audio show, right? People. Am can't I see watching that. the video where I still see Chase Elliott not changing his line at all? Yes, yes, I am. Well, they all change their line, sweetheart. They they cross the start finish line and dive bomb into the dog leg. He didn't move, and if he did, it's because he got touched by freaking Joey well, Logano. Chastain didn't turn right. Chastain went low, got position on. Elliot okay. and Elliot Moving came down on. and turned, got himself turned. Elliot Moving got on. himself turned. Moving on in the, the end, that stupid little. Prick didn't win the championship. I win. He, well, it's a win for me. You became a big Joey Logano fan that day, didn't you? No, I still don't in like him. In that moment, I still don't like him. Uh, Joey Logano better than Ross Chastain? I would have cheered for Brad Keselowski over Ross Chastain. Okay, wow, that's bold. Coming from you, that's bold. I would cheer for Folks, Jim. I would cheer for Jimmy Spencer over the, Ross the Chastain. The best part about the whole thing is we're getting this out of Margo. This is great. I would cheer for Jimmy Spencer over Ross Chastain. The original Mr. Excitement? Yeah. <laughs> so let's see. Who else do I? I would cheer for the Vikings before I cheered for Ross Chastain. What's your oh, trap? No, no. I'm just, wow. Hearing you say you'll cheer for the Vikings that completely demoralized your team a few years ago. In one of the craziest football endings I've it's ever the seen. the Rams. Oh, wait, no, that yeah. was the Vikings. Yeah. But also the Rams. I, I won't cheer for the Rams ever. Sorry. Not, Not sorry. Um, so let's, let's talk about this race. Obviously the, the Chastain chase thing was the biggest thing to happen is boring. Phoenix needs to go away. Yeah. Should, did you listen to DBC yet? I'm halfway through. Okay. Well, I don't know if you've gotten to it yet, but I'm going to, it's not a spoiler. It's just something that they talk about in the episode. They talk about if Phoenix should be the def- deciding the championship deciding race, which I think we can all agree that it, it, it shouldn't be. No, but I, what 100%. I want to, say it was Freddie that I don't know it might have been Brett who knows one of them said that they wish the championships weren't all decided at the same track on the same weekend and yeah, I had I, I had heard, never okay, I thought that about take. that I had never thought about that but you know I feel like the truck race was the best races of the weekend agreed so maybe have the trucks at Phoenix and this is what they said the trucks at Phoenix uh, Xfinity I think they said Martinsville I could be wrong uh, whatever. 
And then the cup series, because this is supposed to be the top tier, to rotate the track. So maybe have it at Martinsville. Maybe have it at Bristol. Have it at a track that there's, you know there's going to be action. And they're going to have to race. And I think the only reason they said Martinsville was because of uh, the watermelon dum-dum. Now, to be... I, I'm glad you brought this up because I did want to talk about this. Um, but it, sh- it should not be Phoenix because you can't blame the car for the boring race The boring race. Phoenix. It's always this way. Phoenix, Phoenix has always been yeah. extremely boring. The restarts are great. Yeah. Um, you get, you know, a lot of, you get some strategy, which is fun. Well, ever There's since it's been repaved there, or they redid with the dog leg. I, I think it's a cool track. I like the layout. I think putting the start finish line where they did and building the stands off that end of the speedway is really stupid because it's, it's, I'm still not used to it. I, they go down the, what used to be the front stretch, which is now the back stretch. And I still feel like they're going into turn one. It still throws me off. Um, but no, I, I agree. I, I think that Phoenix, as the finale, has run its course. Um, realistically and logistically, there are some things that, like, you can't just say, oh, hey, we're going to go race at New Hampshire for the finale because it's going to be too cold or it could snow. Maybe. It, I mean, that's what everybody's going to say. You can't do it there. You can't never could till he turned around and did. I mean, you can't do it at a road course, right? Or can you? Can we do it at a road course? Can we change the road course package? <laughs> we need to. Um, I I I like the idea of this like just in the 2023 Cup Race Championship, Cup Series champion, Rio de Janeiro, street race, Jim Cana, Ken Block. It Whee! costs so much, only the final four go. Only it's the fine. final four can get chipped over. But there. the rest of the top 10 in points can buy their way in. If they make a huge donation to it us. It has to be a $1,000 buy-in. A $1,000 buy-in. Sorry, Rob. Please don't kill me. <laughs> oh, I see what you did there. Jeez. Um, <laughs> wow. That Wow, you, you, went, you went in a direction. Um, <laughs> more on that later. Um, no, that's not I, happening. I, I, just... I agree. Phoenix shouldn't be the race. Um, I like having the championship weekend in finishing all at the same time i think that just i don't brings excitement so you agree with griffith on especially that? after this this championship weekend um after this one in particular i don't like the little fuck but he didn't get to celebrate his championship let's let's hold off on that we'll, um we'll I, but i i think that i think that each champion should have their moment in the sun so you think like not Okay, cool, Zane Smith, you're the champion today, but tomorrow it's going to be this guy, and then the next day after that, fuck these two, it's this guy. So you think, like, the truck should end on one weekend, and the next weekend... Yes, preferably the weekend that Thor Sport tries to screw Stuart Friesen, and they both wreck. You think, like, Cup should end and just be its own... Like, Cup should be the only thing going on that weekend? Yes. Okay. Uh, I mean, I, I could see some benefit and value to that. Um, I like the championship weekend. Um, I think you could do two races on Saturday and not have one on starting at 10 o'clock on a Friday. That's just me. I'm getting old. Um, I don't I don't want Phoenix to be the championship race anymore. Um, Where would you have it? I was just going to ask you that, so I'll, I'll go first. Um, Martinsville would be my – for all of them. Oh, for right. trucks, um, Xfinity, and Cup. I feel like – even though the short track package is shit, the Martinsville Cup race to, for the final spot to go in the championship ended up being really good. I think we had a better race for who was going to make 
the final four than the race where we had the final four at Phoenix. So I would end it at Martinsville just to keep it realistic. You can still have Phoenix the week before to set up the championship. Just finish it at Martinsville because the cars are going to be closer together. Um, you'll have chances for wild moves, a la Ross Chastain, which I don't think we'll ever see that again. Maybe we will. I don't know. Uh, but maybe you see bonsai game seven hail mary moments that we did not see in this race because joey logano just flat out waxed the field so i would say flip-flop phoenix and martinsville and ended at martinsville where where do you think it should be atlanta with the plate package atlanta so you think we should have a wild card end it i mean you'll you'll get your carnage and chaos for sure i think it'd be fun i mean i love daytona being the regular season finale because you get wild chaos carnage and oh, nature the one where chase elliott got the pointless championship no it wasn't pointless it helped him get to the final four for sure uh, atlanta atlanta okay i mean i i would i would i, 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 I live for the of, calamity yeah i i would i think that move would get a lot of pushback chaos. but the race would it would be a hell of a race. Four hundred miles or five hundred miles? Eight hundred. No, Margo. No, no, no. I'm gonna go ahead and just veto Probably that. Four hundred. Right I feel 400? like four hundred would be enough. Chouse. Okay. Up in enough the chouse. All right. Up in the Atlanta. Up in the, up in Hotlanta. So, but I, also I if it's in Atlanta, I could go. Somebody mentioned on DBC, Phoenix should have one race. You agree with that, right? I think Phoenix should be like Texas. Bye bye. No, I don't like kicking a track off the schedule. Um, that's been there for a long time. I think Phoenix, with its uniqueness, deserves one race. Watkins Glen, that. Huh? Oh, they still race at Watkins they Glen. They, they didn't during the pandemic year, but it's still there. I think what's going to happen is... Well, somebody said Sonoma. <laughs> no. Oh, no, this is Jamie McMurray, because he's an idiot. I mean, you could run it out there. You have good weather, but that'd be that'd be boring. That, that wouldn't be the best way to end the championship um, I think with how many road courses are on the schedule, there should be two in the playoffs, but that's just me. Um, I think... Only if they fix the car. I think there are two potential tracks that are going to be coming in that are going to take over championship weekend. God, no. What? Wilkesboro or Nashville? No. I, I think no. Nashville could be one of them no. if they do the renovations. No. And I also think the Auto Club short track because they're converting... Auto Club, the two-mile speedway, into a short track. Where's Auto Club at? California. Dumb. So I feel like one it's of those... It's not falling who, off the nation yet? Unfortunately not. Um, but hey, somebody over there won the Powerball, so their government's getting You know, rich. it's really not fair that they can win the Powerball and complain that everything's so expensive because they... Never mind. Let's not go down that route, but yes, I, I know what you're saying. Um, I feel like if Nashville <laughs> gets this renovation done, they're going to host Championship Weekend. Um... If not, then I think it's going to go to Auto Club with the short track, which means we have to, have to, have to fix the short track package. I think Martinsville, you can overcome the package that they have now and put on a wild race. These other tracks, I think it, I, I, I fear for the all-star race at Wilkesboro, which I think North Wilkesboro should stay as the all-star race and make that special. Cool, because I'm buying, I was, I was going to buy you tickets for that. Huh? What? No, don't don't do that. I don't want to go there. Too far away. Um, it is twelve hours. Too far away. And the tickets are too expensive. And hotels um, and this and that. No. Mm -hmm. I'm just gonna blank stare at you for a minute. No, 
Don't do it. Um, this isn't like you telling me not to buy my, myself flowers. Here's the thing, honey. If I want to, I'm gonna. I don't want to go, so don't. Fine, do I'll go. I'll take myself. Well, I can't prevent you from doing that, but I don't want to go. This I will go here. to Daytona next year. That's it uh, for the. Cha- uh, You're going for the 500. Nah, I don't want to. I don't want to go to the 500. I want to watch that one at home. I didn't want it. I didn't want it. I didn't want it. I didn't want to do this podcast, but here I am. Here you are for like the 83rd straight episode. So go next. Moving on. How'd your bracket wind up, Mario? Shit. Who'd you have as your champion? Shit. You had the Chase Elliott boy. I had the most popular driver. And he finished fourth. I called it all along. Joey Logano as your champion. And sure enough, he did, he did a hell of a job. You can't deny that. I mean, I guess you can, but you'd be wrong. Moving on. What are we moving on to? How I, everybody I didn't want to win won. You didn't want Zane Smith to win? No, he's a Florida boy. No, he's not. You stop. He raced one race here. Yeah, New Smyrna that nobody cares yeah, about. Yeah, he raced one race here. By everybody else's logic, that's a Florida boy. <laughs> Jesus. Him and Chandler. No. I also didn't want Ty Gibbs to win it. Or Ty, Ty Majeski. They're all the same. I wanted Ben Rhodes to win. Just for the interviews. 100%. Yeah. Yeah. Because he's discovered what an old-fashioned is. And oh, I feel no. like bourbon and whiskey would be so much better than Bud Light. Libations. Oh, real quick, to put a bow on this, and then we can talk about the other championships, and we well, get the hell out of here. Um, I did score this stupid thing for the final time this year. Um, Phoenix 2, the championship race. The racing gets a 3. It was very ho-hum. Excitement gets a 6, just because it the, the playoff implications that happened made it exciting. Enough, but not super exciting. The finish gets a five just because I like Joey Logano. Lead changes. There's 11. It scores a three. Enjoyment. Overall, I gave it a seven. Not the worst thing, not the best thing. Did, Four, 4.8 overall. Did it get a six because I needed your bad call, Brick? Because that was the only thing I could that safely was, that throw That was very exciting to watch Margo throw my Cleveland Browns bad call, Brick, at the TV and bounce off the TV and hit the dog. The bad call brick is this little piece of styrofoam. I think it's sty- It's foam. Yeah, it's a foam. That's It's just covered in Cleveland Browns fabric in the shape of a brick. And I bought it at a craft fair for like $3 to give to Ryan when the Cleveland Browns Cleveland Brown <laughs> because he likes to kick shoe boxes at the TV and I paid for this last TV. So it's not getting broken unless I do it. Well, it got used when... Um Chase wrecked himself. Uh, this race scored a 4.8 overall, and the season ends up with... What do you think the season overall it's got? Not even... A, the six, Take a guess. 6.2. Very close. 6.39. That's, so, that's what I said. Not, not terrible. Um, new car has some work. I think they'll work on it and get it better for next year. Congratulations to Joey Logano, our champion. Um, you mentioned Ty Gibbs. Yeah tragic what happened to his his dad could you imagine <laughs> just imagine watching your kid win a championship and not waking up the next day i mean 
tragedy. So I, Are you really asking the person who's lost a parent if I could imagine like like I know what this kid's going through. Yeah. Like he I would love to say this poor kid, but he's not poor. He's it's not I'm not going to I feel bad for him that he lost his dad. But the kid was put through the ringer all week. Got to celebrate a championship. And then his dad died in his sleep at 49. Mm-hmm. 49. It kind of put a damper like, on That's the where you're going to be next year. Shut up. <laughs> Sorry. But close. I could not. Uh, and then, like, you had texted me, did you see this stuff going on with Gibbs? And yeah. I'm like, I wanted to be like him winning the championship. Yeah, a bunch of bullshit. But I didn't think you had seen anything from Xfinity. So then you're like, oh, something with Koi. And I'm like, what? So I texted Austin and I'm like, how is Ryan finding stuff out about Gibbs without having anything spoiled for him? And what's going on? Do you? Okay, so here's my second Richard Cranium. The people on social media who go and they post, well, I heard this and I heard this. I heard there's a rumor of this. Well, congratulations. You just helped spread that rumor. Or the people that go, oh, I'm not seeing this. It must not be true. Where are you seeing this? Where are you seeing this? People saying that, oh, at first before anything came out with Koi, it was, oh, he's just hung over. He's 20. And he said in all of his media stuff that he wasn't going to go drink. Well, the Gibbs family is pretty straight-laced, so... Yes, I know. They're quote-unquote good Christians, which, yeah. let me just tell you, don't exist. Um, oh. Welcome uh, to the Race with Ryan Theology podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, y'all. That comes out on Wednesdays. Ew. On our um, high-tier subscription-level podcast. Anyways, like, it's just... It, oh, nobody just dies in their sleep. Yeah, they do. I mean, they do. There's a reason that the term died in his sleep is a thing. People don't realize how complicated the human body is and how things can just go wrong. Have you ever had your car just die? I mean, comparing a human to a car is not the same thing. That's what batteries do. They die. Your heart is essentially a battery. Wow, Marco. Yeah. So I, I wanted to come on here in lamb base the rest of the xfinity field for letting the kid finish the race and he won the championship not who i wanted to win i wanted to know to win but i'm going to change my narrative is just the ty gibbs bashing we got to do last week but 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 but, but, but why you can feel bad for him and still think he's dirty he's a dirty driver I, i'm changing I'm, my, I'm, the I'm, way i'm going to deliver this narrative oh you have fun he's better than me listen j- just listen okay listen linda Listen to me. Listen. I have a point here. <laughs> you can do it. Um, so my point, no. I hope that Ty Gibbs learned that the rest of the field showed him how to run a fucking race because they didn't go out and wreck Ty. Ty Gibbs had a bullseye on him. Did you see Noah wreck Brandon Jones, though? Yeah, but that was very similar to the incident on Sunday. But we're not going back down there. Um, okay, the, the, the field, I feel like if somebody else, like, let's say Noah Gregson was the one that everybody was targeting and Ty Gibbs was running behind him, Ty would have taken him out. So I'm going to teach you a lesson. The field, there were people saying the field should have not let Ty Gibbs 
finish a lap in practice. There were people saying that Sam Mayer should have t- should have taken Ty Gibbs out, and no. I love what Dale Jr. said. What did he say? That's chicken shit. Chicken shit. Huh. He he made a I tweet. Commend, I commend Sam Mayer for letting everybody race it out and not making himself get involved. No, I'm saying that Junior said that all of the people saying that Sam... Hang on, I got to find the tweet. Oh, Junior's saying that... Oh, okay, I see, I see. I took that the wrong way. But no, I just... I, I think that the rest of the Xfinity field showed, hey... People are expecting us to go and take this kid out, but they raced it and let it play out. It played out the way the best with where the best car won. The best car ended up being Ty Gibbs that day, and he wins the championship. And I think, I think the rest of the field showed Ty Gibbs how you're supposed to to race in certain situations mm-hmm. instead of just driving through your teammate or taking somebody out, even though if they quote unquote deserve it. So I give the Xfinity field a lot of credit for not intervening and not taking matters into their own hand and not driving like Ty Gibbs because two wrongs don't make a right. And congratulations to Ty on the championship. It's pretty, uh, pretty awesome accomplishment. Can't and wait then, to see him go to 23XI and suck monkey balls. No, he's going to be in the 18 for Gibbs next year. Oh, so. shit, that's right. Yeah. Can't wait to see him sucking that. I think he'll underachieve. That car has only won four times in the last three years with Kyle Busch. It's going to be a battle of who can be the bigger douche. The only race Kyle Busch won this year is when Briscoe took out Reddick at Bristol and Kyle Busch won. Think about that. And Ross Chastain are going to have their own no fucks given tour or whatever the hell it's called. I can't wait. They're going to suck. Who does better next year? Ty Gibbs in the 18 or Kyle Busch in the 8? Kyle Busch. I think you're right. I think Kyle Busch wins three races. I don't think Ty wins one. I think Ty's got a lot to learn. Anywho, moving on. So, trucks. You were rooting for Ben Rhodes, you said. Yep. And what did he do? Did he come up a spot short? Let me see. Um, I think what Zane Smith was able to do at Phoenix in the trucks was incredible. from the rear of the field. His pit crew tried to let him down. His pit crew tried to take that championship away, and Zane Smith came back up. And I I think, honestly, if you didn't watch any NASCAR this week, go watch the last 20 laps of the uh, truck race at Phoenix because Zane Smith had the best truck, won both the stages. Pit crew every time lost in position. Still hard to pass in the trucks, but not impossible. Um, But Zane came back up from 12th on a restart with... Seven laps to go from 12th and won the race to win the championship. Uh, Took the lead with two laps to go. Took it away from Chandler Smith. It was a great battle. Chandler Smith drove him hard, uh, him being Zane Smith, uh, to the checkers at the end. And, yes, Ben Rhodes came up one spot short of repeating in second. But hell of a race. Your championship four is pretty much right together the whole time. Um, By far the best race of the weekend. I think the trucks are one of the best racing series in NASCAR. Yeah. In, um, well, they'd only be outshined by one, but NASCAR doesn't want to show their true roots. They want mm, modifieds. Duh. How cool would it be if the top three national series went like the modifieds went into the truck slot? So they were like, you know, they raced twenty three times a week. They were like your Friday night slot. I would die. The trucks moved up to the second tier. Just get rid of Xfinity. I hate no move move the make Xfinity Cup because those cars race better. No, 
okay, let's have four big series. Let's do now. Why not? We can have super lights, pro lights, modifieds, and emods. Let's get rid of Arca. Lord Hammer say yes. And make the wheel and modified tour more important. Yes. And let's do how would you feel about this? Don't you pull some bullshit. What are you gonna say? Modifieds do twenty races a year, a five race playoff. But NASCAR has no control over how it's done. Let them do things the way they've been doing. I realize that the NASCAR wheel and modified door. To, to do let Mister um, what's his face J- Jimmy 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 James Jim is that James right? or Jim James Jimmers. Uh, 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 Jimmy uh, Wilson Wilson yeah 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 let him stay in charge okay let him do the damn thing the way he's been doing the damn thing for forever so I know this but will don't, get but hey, can, hey. go ahead sorry sir. But don't have them run places like Daytona and Pocono and all these places. Let them run Stafford and Dover. Thompson and Thunder Road and Dover and Richmond and New Hampshire and um, let's see, they Darlington. To to, they need to go to a road course. No. That'd be fun. Darlington, Bristol. Atlanta would be fun. No. not, not Boy, bye. You package. don't even like Modifieds. Uh, I'm trying I to like think. better than Arkham. Las Vegas. No. Boy, bye. Uh, I'm trying to think, but definitely Stafford Thompson gateway Thunder Road, Stafford Thompson Thunder Road, IRP. Wall, Riverhead. Wall. Oh my God, Wall, such a great track. Riverhead, New Hampshire for sure. Yeah, Dover, Bristol for sure. Bristol Dover would be awesome. Martinsville. They race at Martinsville. Yeah, maybe throw in Richmond just because. Yeah, one race and, and go. One race. Jimmy Wilson, have your people call my people. I think we could probably do this. 20 different venues. Just kidding. You do a, a five-race playoff. And Bowman Gray. Playoffs, Just kidding. Don't do playoffs, Bowman Gray. Playoffs, don't get do over Bowman it. Gray. Playoffs are fun. People will be um, like, oh, do Bowman Gray. No, don't. Y'all want to watch Modifieds at Bowman Gray? We'll go watch fucking Dirty South or whatever the fuck they are. Top 10 in points or, you know, the winning you're in no, slash top 10 top in points. No, top four. Listen. Five qualify. through 10 can buy their way in. Sure. The modified tour. Um, you're welcome for that piece of annoying. You, you get you, you let ten people in. You know, winning your in or filling the rest by points. Ron Alessandro is going to listen to this and be like, "That bitch is a genius." After two races, you eliminate pay, three. This is why I pay her the big bucks. After the next two races, you eliminate three more. You get your final four and you go race. Good job, Matt Hirschman. You did it. Hey, whatever. Matt Hirschman wins. See, but, Matt Hirschman okay. wins no matter what the so format if this is. Happen, if this happened, would Ryan Priest race the truck or the modified? Uh, if this happens, trucks need to go up to 25 races. Uh, Xfinity stays at 33 and Cup stays at 36. We're going to throw in a dirt race just for Stuart Friesen. No, we're not going to do that. Uh, <laughs> dirt needs to go away in NASCAR in the top series. Dirt needs to be its Wait, own thing. You don't want to see, you don't want to not see Jessica Friesen flip again? No, I'd actually like to see it. So let's get it off of NASCAR because they miss everything good. <laughs> oh, you want to pay $69 a month for No, dirt never mind. I'm tired of playing for all these freaking things. Um, so yeah, uh, Congratulations, Zane Smith, uh, winning the truck series. I know we got off on a tangent there, but that was kind of fun. Uh, throw some things around. Um, I, I thought the truck series was pretty decent this year. Not the best, but decent. Um, Xfinity overall was was really good. Um, loved watching AJ Allmendinger, Noah Gregson, and, and Ty Gibbs kind of dominate that series. 
Uh, it's All a shame. Three of which will be whoopy whoop. Yeah, that's that's good. I, I like that the cup guys are so limited in Xfinity that these Xfinity guys actually get to show what they can do. Do you know who I'm so excited for? What? Pinto Kligerbean. He's going to be full-time in the 48. That's Parker Kligerman, y'all. Uh-huh. Um, Guess who's I, not going to be full-time in the 48? Jade, Jade Buford. Because he sucks. Uh, I don't know why. There's no rhyme or reason. I have always been a huge Parker Kligerman fan. I think I met him at Daytona one year when he was racing the 75 truck. 75 truck? Yeah. Yeah, that would make yeah. sense. It was blue and white and black. Yep. The country food store truck. I met him... Once at Daytona, and he was so nice. No, he's an awesome guy, 100%. I met him after doing, like, Trackside Live or something like that. So this is, like, maybe he wasn't in the 75 truck. This was, like, 2010, 2012. That and makes I, sense. I don't know why. He's just such a good guy, and I love him. I'm a huge Parker Kligerman fan. He's kind of like Ricky Stenhouse. I know he's going to be a disappointment, but I'm going to cheer for him the whole step of the way. Every step Fair of the enough. way. Um. So overall... What did you think of the cup season? Me. Better than last year? I don't like the car. You don't like the car? No. What don't you like about it? Everything except the gas. Uh, The fuel system. Oh, that's all she wants to talk about. She's like, look at those gas cans. Look at those gas cans. I'm like, I'm trying to fast forward this shit so I can get to the racing because I want to get caught up live. He's like, go look at the gas cans. I helped. Well, I work in the place where they make those sometimes. Help ship them out. I, I have the to- schematic. I put together their O-ring kits. <laughs> important <laughs> stuff. Important stuff. Those o- the O-rings are important. If, if there's if, even a little notch. If it's wrong, it becomes an O-boy ring. <laughs> Not an E-boy ring. An O-boy ring. <laughs> Enough. Why does anybody listen to this? Oh, my God. Anyways, it was all right. Well. Now it's now it's over. Yep. Um, now we're back to my second favorite season. Waiting for race season. <laughs> <laughs> what comes after race season? Waiting for race season. I don't know. Our race season, uh, we have like two weeks. Yeah. We're going to, like I said uh, last week, um, next week we're going to have a race rewind, a bonus show. We're going to take a break from the actual podcast. We Guys, we just, we, we need some, we need some, we, we just, we have to. We're we're going to a football game this week. We're going to watch the Browns and and, and Dolphins. Um, more importantly, um, tomorrow is our executive producer, Mister Dawson Ford's birthday. I was gonna make a I was gonna make a joke with it. But what were you gonna say? I was gonna keep going and as if I forgot. Oh. And then have you get mad at me? What would you like? like you do can... some theater of the mind. I'll edit. Let me cut this out and I'll edit that back in. No, uh, Dawson's birthday weekend. We're going out of town. Um, we're not going to a racetrack. We've. Um, it's ironic that uh, with a storm coming, the Governor's Cup probably would have been rained out and canceled anyway. Yeah. So we saved everybody the trouble. So um, we're taking the boy, boy who this kid has been through the damn oh ringer. Oh my god, the poor kid. Ever since last Thursday, he tested positive for the flu. Positive for bronchitis. Now he's got a ear infection. Got over both of those, tested negative on Monday, has an ear infection, and is cutting his six-year-old molars. And here comes a hurricane on his freaking and, and birthday. <laughs> but he gets to... In November. Apparently, they're taking him to Olive Garden. Good. And, and I hope I hope he has I hope he has an awesome last couple of days. I'm excited for his party. Uh, appreciate everybody who is... Uh, pretty much everybody coming 
listens to or has listened to the show, so we appreciate you yeah, guys. Yeah, because Iran and Jen got invited. They just have a show, yeah, so no, they can't I, I it. get it. A lot of people have stuff going on. Um, yeah, it's going to be exciting. Uh, again, the show will be active. We'll have a race rewind. We're going to start doing those again. Um, and then we'll get back to the normal stuff. We're going to go to the uh, the Rudiman Memorial at Volusia. You are? Yep. Sure. Uh, if you don't want to go, that's fine. Um, the then there, then there's 26th. You'll the be big the bigly. Yep. I am debating on going to Auburndale. I don't know if I'm going to make it because I have to swap meet at New Smyrna that day. Yeah. And your mom will have Peyton. 30 minutes away from Citrus. And then so, after that, there's the charity race, which I think I'm going to go to. Oh, well, I'm spotting, so I kind of so we'll have to no one way or another. Um, Thanks, Jack. If Thanks I'm announcing you. it with Steve, great. If no, not, don't enjoy. you're not. Maybe I am. What part of I'm spotting did you not understand? What part of we'll make arrangements and make it work do you not understand? Um, we have the little 500 for the quarter midgets coming up. Uh, there's still stuff coming up, so we'll, we'll do our best, but we, we, we do have some other things on the back burner uh, to keep the shows active. Um, I think you should, you and Dawson should go watch like, a. I don't know. It would have to be something with probably Patrick Thomas or Daniel Dye in it. Maybe bombers. Cause he does like CJ and Stephen Wright. And you, sh- you and Dawson should record a podcast. That'd be fun soon. That that'd be fun to do. I think he would love because he always asks me if he's going to shorter get to go on a podcast. Race. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I I'm we're gonna branch out with those. I I tried them. That'd be um, so funny. People seem to enjoy them, and I just haven't had the time. And I'm finally gonna have the time to do it next week. Just uh, be a whole bunch of oh no, crash. Um. Also, uh, shout out to Daniel Dye. We did see him at Quarter Midgets this past uh, Sunday, and uh, talked to him and Randy for a little bit congratulated them they're very excited uh they did not know the jimmy johnson thing was happening nobody knew the jimmy johnson yeah. thing was they're going. like hey we signed that deal way before we even knew that was a thing we're super excited about that because you know if you know the gallagher's they're getting up there in age um apparently the thing he's up there in age apparently how it happened is whoever the g and gms is gallagher okay cool whoever that is and jimmy have the same lawyer hmm and Jimmy was like, you know, maybe I want to get back into racing and maybe I want to own it. And blah, blah, blah. And the lawyer was like, hey, we, yeah, you no, guys, that, you should talk to this person. I think it's great for the longevity of that team and, and the the presence of that team. I think it's going to boost him. I'm not a big Jimmy Johnson fan. I think it's cool that he's coming back. Yeah, I don't like, I've never been a Jimmy Johnson Who fan. Who doesn't love Jimmy Jam? I, I don't. I hate it every time he won a championship because he beat Jeff Gordon for a lot of championships. It pissed me off, so I don't like Jimmy Johnson. Meanwhile, you let Peyton wear her Jimmy Jams for her Jim Jam Jimmer. Well, that's her Jimmy Jams for her Jim Jam Jimmer. It's a totally different thing. But I think it will be cool to see Jimmy Johnson back on track. I just don't want him to win. So so you you, you need to listen to DBC because they kind of get into this. Okay. And they talk about how they, like, wish he wouldn't come back because he, like... There's part of me. He like he went out on such a high note. No, he didn't. He didn't make the playoffs that year. Two years in a row, didn't want to race, didn't make the playoffs. Still won seven championships. Something, oh, he, something, no, something, his somebody is other phenomenal. Than, like, nobody that, other than Richard Petty. No, I, I I get that, hon. But he didn't go off on a high note. He was losing it, and uh, yeah, I don't know. Um, part of me wishes Jeff Gordon didn't fill in for Dale Earnhardt for those six races. And then somebody in goes, do you think they'll give him the number forty-eight? I hope no. not. No, he they'll give him run, 92. He should run the 44. 
They got 42, 43, 44. 92. 92 would be cool. The old Excedrin car. Yeah. Because he gives you a headache. headache. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but no, that'll, that'll be cool. But we talked to Daniel and he's super excited. He told me he's nervous because he's never driven a truck before in the first race is Daytona. He drives a truck every day. He's got a Dodge Ram 1500. A NASCAR truck, baby. Camping world truck. Camping world truck. I wonder how his dad feels that he drives Chevys. They have no choice. Dodge isn't in NASCAR anymore. So. R.I.P. But, um. Yeah, anything else? Oh, I have my Richard Cranium, and then we'll get out of here. Um, Jonathan Appleby gets my Richard Cranium. It's me. Um, I'm sorry. That's, I mean, yeah. that's all I really have to say. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Fighting and acting like a dumbass the last couple of weeks. So <laughs> Not that. just him. The whole... The Did whole, the Henleys get nothing? I, I don't know. Who, who, Henley! I get No, I know what you're talking about. I give him the benefit of the doubt because he didn't just stop on the track at the start-finish line and cause a scene two or three weeks ago. So there's a <laughs> habitual issue here with Appleby. Uh, he oh, pulled some shit at the Jonathan, end of last year, too. Are you saying Appleby is like, hey, it's me? <laughs> I don't know if that's a TikTok thing. I don't know what it it's is. Taylor Swift. I, again, I don't know what it is. I don't know who that is. Don't care. Do you live under a... Who are no, you? I just don't. I like good music, and she is not good music. She sucks. Um, so that's why I don't know what it is. Jonathan Appleby is my Richard Cranium. The NASCAR season is over. Congratulations, Joey Logano. Um, thanks again to Auburndale Speedway for having us. Uh, the whole family was out there, minus our little buddy, because um, you don't feel good. Because um, no, his job's a big. I'm, I will miss not talking about NASCAR for a little while, but I'll also be excited for Daytona in February. So, Everybody go on the Racing with Ryan Facebook page tomorrow or when when this goes out and wish Dawson a happy birthday. Maybe I'll give away some stuff. Yeah, that'd be cool. Um, hopefully I'll have, I'm going to try to get the show up a little bit early because of the hurricane in case we lose power. Um, I'll do my best and get this out. You but guys go, enjoy. But and, seriously, uh, go give him some love on the Facebook page. Tell Dawson happy birthday. It, it makes him go. smile. Comment, he can read it. When the show comes out, comment happy birthday, Dawson, and we'll show it to him. That'll make his day. Yeah. So, All right, you guys. Thank you for listening. Uh, thank you to all of our sponsors. Um, I know the show is just, we just we're kind of riffing, just trying to get it in. And I uh, appreciate you guys. That race rewind coming up next week, and then a normal show after that. And then we'll keep rolling. Appreciate you guys. Bye. Bye. Silly sound, so you use the boomers. <laughs> I think you should add bloopers at the end of every show. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah, <sighs> I should probably open my beer for this. Oh, do it. Miller Light, please sponsor me for real. Thank you so much. All right, here we go.